0: episode 190 of
1: brutal battle
0: yes so usually here people are would probably be saying this sounds a little weird it sounds like a regular episode well it's not a regular episode it is the much celebrated deck episode but this is different and there's a reason for that one thing i have been thinking about doing things a little bit differently um, with the competition and everything like that but the main reason that it's different this time around is the fact that Because of our scheduling, when we needed to get this done, we really couldn't get a tournament together with anyone. Like, our schedule wasn't going to match up with people. So, I tried to figure it out, and what we have today is what's going to be the best thing to work, and hopefully you guys really enjoy it. I actually think it's a really good solution, and I actually think it could be something that people could end up liking more than the Brutal Battle Royale tournament um Those as far big, as the beer, words values. yeah so let me lay out for everyone how this is going to work think to paste magazine i know a lot of people who are into craft beer know about the paste magazine articles that they've done and they throw on like facebook and twitter and stuff like that saying we took all these ipas or we took all these stouts or we took all these barrel aged beers or whatever and we tasted through them all and then we did a ranking so it's going to be something kind of like that, but what we're going to do is we're going to try everything blind, like we usually do. Uh, they were All these beers were done up, packaged up by Mike Johnzak at uh, Wine World, and he did an awesome job. So we figured, honestly, we can just crack them and pour them as we go because he did such a good job packaging them and we can't see anything. So we're going to do it that way. And then we're going to go through each beer individually. So we'll go through the first one, do what we normally do, talk about the color, the aroma, the flavor. And then we'll each give it our normal number rating, like we do with regular mystery beers. And then we're going to immediately reveal, after we give the rating, what the beer is. Now one of the good things about this is, I feel like with some people it was getting a little bit hard to remember back to, what was that beer they were talking about, like... Because you'd have to go off the notes that we were saying, like in the first round as opposed to like the final. You know, I know you hear about the beer enough, but you can't necessarily remember all the reactions and all the flavors and aromas. So this might make that, well, it should make that a lot easier.
1: It's like immediate gratification. Yes,
0: basically. And we are still going to do 12 beers. So for that reason, we are breaking up our recording because it's just Rebecca and I. So we don't want to drink four beers or um we want to drink four beers each time. We don't want to drink 12 beers at once, and then we would have to just dump a bunch because we want to be able to enjoy this stuff because uh, these these should be good beers, too. That's the other thing. So,
1: How do you know they're going to be good I'd beers? i would say they
0: should be. They should I be. I don't. Based off the stipulation that I gave Mike. So I'll just say right now, what I did with Mike is I asked him to to do up 12 beers, and I said make them from Maryland breweries only, and make them hoppy beers. And please get what you believe and what you have heard are the best hoppy Maryland beers, at least that are available at the liquor store. So that does take some things out of contention with this, because there are like special release IPAs and other hoppy beers that don't make it to liquor stores, but that's just what we have to work with, so it is what it is. So there are some... I told him to try and not repeat breweries, but he said that he did repeat a few just because he felt like those hoppy beers were worth being in the tournament. So I was like, fine, that makes sense.
1: I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be like two flying dog.
0: I don't know, maybe. And then he also said that he put one beer in from a brewery that's not in Maryland, but is super close to Maryland. And the main reason is... It's a really good beer, and it's very fresh at the moment. So I was like, okay, I mean, I can't argue with that. So these will be all hoppy Maryland beers and one that is close to Maryland, I guess. So so what we're going to do is, like I said, we'll go through and we'll do our normal ratings like mystery beers. We'll average those together. And then when we're done at the very end, we're going to use those numbers to rank them. Okay. And we'll say, of these 12 beers, how do we rank them? What's number one? What's number 12 out of these? Like, supposedly the best of the best, according to Mike. And we'll be able to give you that. So there might be instances where we have ones that have the same overall rating. Like, say we have a bunch that have fives. So Rebecca and I will just basically off-podcast deliberate about, okay, which one did you like a little bit more than the other one? And that's how we'll finalize our end list.
1: Okay, let's get to drinking. So
0: this will be like Paste Magazine, but better because it's Brutal Battle. (laughs) Because that's how we roll. Plus, the other thing is, they don't, I don't think, do they do blind? I'm not sure that Pace Magazine actually does theirs blind. I have no I idea. think there's some sort of bias to it, but I might be wrong on that, which people feel free to correct me if that is the case. Okay. So let's go ahead and get this started. Oh, and the other thing is, uh, Rebecca was saying before this, she's like, oh, so we're having 12 IPAs. And I was like, no, not necessarily. I only said hoppy beers.
1: I thought you had told him IPA.
0: No. So most likely we're going to get IPAs or iterations of IPAs, but that's not true. I mean, he could have thrown in like a hoppy lager or a hoppy pilsner or something. I don't know. It's just hoppy and it is Maryland. So, All right, number one, as people could hear that, this one's in a bottle. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: Almost knocked over my glass. Although it wouldn't have been that big of a deal because there's 17. nothing in it at the moment. Alright, a little bit for Rebecca. Mm. A little bit for nice, me. Nice,
1: thick, pillowy
0: head. Well, because it's agitated the way I, know, I was pouring it. I but I love it, it like so. that. It
1: look, just looks so pretty. It does. It looks nice.
0: Very orange. Yeah.
1: It's a lot darker. It's darker than I thought. I don't know, I guess what I was anticipating. It almost has
0: a slight brownish hue to it. It's like very orange, a little brownish. Mm. Yeah, it's got that nice white head on there. Smell.
1: Well, you can definitely tell it's going to be happy.
0: Yeah. There's a decent bitterness on the end of the nose. I get a decent, like, earthy note.
1: It's not piney, and it's not tropical no, or citrusy
0: no well i get a i get a little bit of like a deep orange like maybe a that little pen. bit of orange peel in there too because of the bitterness with a little bit of citrus hmm. but it's very earthy at the same time too like think like noble hops like just have like an earthy quality to them but yeah i wouldn't really say it smells piney you are right about that
1: yeah like it's.
0: i smell a tad bit of bubble gum too which is interesting Smell a little bubble gum and that citrus rind.
1: When I can't smell anything, I just start to drink.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fine. This tastes like a Belgian IPA to me. Doesn't that taste like Belgian yeast on the end? It's got a little bit of a medicinal kick at the end. Yeah.
1: I also didn't rinse my mouth after I had the apple pie.
0: There's definitely that Belgian yeast finish to it. A little bit medicinal, kind of like a little bit aspirin. There's a decent bitterness on it. It's okay. I do get some of that orange peel that I was talking about and that earthiness. I, I have, think we're
1: Can I have the water? I need to rinse my mouth.
0: You're just gonna drink that straight. You don't have a glass of water?
1: No, I didn't get one. hmm
0: ill prepared. Yeah.
1: Well, I feel like I need to rinse the my appetizer out of my mouth.
0: She's so gonna drink straight out of our of our water bottle. <laughs> That we're That's what a water bottle ripsing. is for. Well, yeah, but not in this instance, it's not. So, I'm going to guess, I have an idea of what this is based off what it smells like and knowing it's from Maryland and tastes like.
1: It's This is just, eh.
0: It's a, it's a decent beer, but you have to be good with it Belgian. Is... And you, you and I, I don't think, are all that big no. on Belgian styles. And
1: it is... It is bitter on yeah, the there, end, which I'm not...
0: There's a lot of bitterness that picks up at the end. There's a lot of that medicinal quality, a little aspirin that kicks up at the end.
1: And we're doing out of 10.
0: Yeah, normal. Okay. Normal Brewer stuff. stuff. Um, I do think this is a beer that as you continue to drink it, that medicinal quality is going to come down. The citrusiness... A little bit of citrus citrusiness you're getting is probably going to ramp up a little bit, and the bitterness is probably going to be a little less. But
1: okay, we're giving rating had astringent
0: now. that beer. Yeah, we're giving rating right now. So, do you have an idea in mind? Three. Yes, Rebecca says three. I was going to go with three as well. Number one overall, three. So let's. What do you go. think it is? I think it's um Raging Bitch by Flying Dog. Really? Yeah, I do. Um... Belgian IPA, that's, like, one of the most well-known Belgian IPAs out of there, out, or out there, and it's very well-known for, for just being, like, one of the best,
1: according mm, I to would a lot be, of people. I kind of hope it's not that, because I like I thought I liked that beer. Oh,
0: but that's what the show was all I about. Know. Oh! Destroying what you think you know and oh, what yeah. you love.
1: It just destroys your hopes and dreams. <laughs>
0: it's like, oh, you love this? Let me shit on that. <laughs> all right.
1: I almost got that last week when we were out
0: is very well <gasps> sealed. I see Flying Dog. It, it is. is Raging Bitch. Flying Dog Brewing's Raging Bitch Belgian IPA, 8.3% alcohol.
1: Mm, I wouldn't have guessed that. Well,
0: that's probably why there's a bit mm, of a stringency on it. Yeah. So, um, it's within the Best Buy date. that says Best Buy December. Of okay, this hold year. on. I
1: feel like I need. And
0: we're recording in the very first week of October, so I
1: need to taste some well now that done. I know what it okay, is. Taste some more. Okay. Stop.
0: The other thing is, is it is still a little bit cold, um, so you just need to remember that, because you know flavors will open up a little bit more, aromas will open up a little bit more. But I, you know, he, this is the thing. When I had this beer originally, it hey, was I, some like time de- ago. I'm like
1: depressed now.
0: But here's the thing: your palate changes, what you're into changes, and I would say one of the big things, especially for for you and I. And a lot of people out there, um, and actually, I think you more than me in this instance, is that people are getting more used to these IPAs that are low on the bitterness. They're more of like juicy flavor. They're more like straight, straight up, you know, strong pine or strong citrus or whatever. And they're not; they don't have a lot of bitterness like they used to. Like straight up IPAs, the way they were traditionally done, do have a good amount of bitterness. And people are starting to get away from that, and that's not what people are associating anymore yeah. with being hoppy. They're, they're associating it with, you know, the pine flavors or the citrus flavors. So I think that's one of the problems that happens with this. For me, it's that it's been a long time since I've had that beer. And when I last had it, it was probably a few years ago. And even then, I remember at that point being like, I used to really love this beer, and now I don't, like, love it, but I, it's good. So, I don't know. I think for this one, it's mainly like a style thing. It's just hmm. not a big Okay, wow. Well. Sorry you're sad, but yeah. <laughs> like I said, that's what this podcast does. It smashes your hopes and dreams.
1: I, I do feel a little depressed now.
0: I'm sorry. That's what it is, man. Well, hopefully the next beer can kind of make things better. Number two. Also a bottle for this sucker. A little bit for Rebecca. Much later, a little bit for me. All right, there you go. Start smelling it. Yeah, this is a lot later in coloration. It's still orange, but it's like almost a little bit like yellow, like a yellowy orange. Um, and it's got a decent white clear. head after I poured it. Yeah, it is super clear. The other oh. one was really clear too, though. Yeah, number it just, one. Yeah. A tad, a tad bit hazy. A little bit hazy. What do you smell? Ooh,
1: mm, Candied pineapple.
0: Yeah, no, totally. That's actually a really good. Yeah, that's what. That's mm, a really good description.
1: It smells, it smells. real good.
0: Yeah, there's there's a bit of like kind of a honey sweetness, but there's a lot of that pineapple, like rich mm-hmm. pineapple smell. It smells refreshing at the same time. A little bit of a of like a kind of pilsnery type okay. funk on the end. Ooh. I don't think funk is the right word for that. But there's a certain smell that makes me think funk on Pilsner yeast. But I don't think that's what it is.
1: So I took my first sip. It's a lot lighter in flavor Mm. than I thought.
0: Yeah, it's really light. Mm -hmm. There's a decent bitterness on that, though. Yeah. That I wasn't getting nearly as much of that on the actual nose. Um, The bitterness builds after the fact. You know, when you you take a sip and then you're not taking any more and the bitterness starts building up and up. Hmm.
1: I don't know what to make of this beer. Do
0: you think it tastes like candy pineapple? No. I think I get a little bit of I mean, that no, pineapple. Not as
1: much as I want to. I get more, right. a lot more bitterness.
0: The nose is significantly more vibrant with with that candy pineapple. I get a little bit of the pineapple. I get a little bit of orange to it. And I get a, de- and
1: then, a good
0: amount of bitterness. And not a lot of, yeah. And I get kind of that honey sweetness that we were saying we were getting on the nose as well. Hmm. It's got a little bit of that candied Smarties sweetness to me that I say that I get from Trogue's beers from time to time. Obviously, this wouldn't be a Trogue's beer because they're out of uh. Pennsylvania. But I just, like, that note, I feel like, it is in be. the flavor.
1: That's close to, Pencil- that's close to Maryland.
0: Dude, that's like an hour and a half from the... Well, okay, an hour and a half from where we are. Yeah. From the Maryland line is probably like 45 minutes. Yeah. Eh. Okay. I wouldn't say that's like super close, but. I think it's that close. I guess in comparison to the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania is huge. It is a big state.
1: I don't, I just don't know what to, I just don't, I have such mixed feelings on this
0: beer. I like the beer.
1: I like it more than the first one.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm in the same boat. I do like it more than the first one. What do you think you're going to give it?
1: Well, if I like it more than the first one, and you don't do halves, I'm going to give it a four.
0: All right. Rebecca said a four. I'm going to put a little note next to it that we liked it more than the first one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I'm going to... So well, actually, Hold on.
1: Why are you putting a note? Of course we liked it better, because we're giving it higher rating. Right, high ratings, exactly.
0: So. I realize that that didn't make a whole lot of sense, but... <laughs> Um, I'm still gonna put the note just because uh, I'm gonna put just a note to to basically insinuate <laughs> that it should be kind of a, even though we don't do a 0.5 that it should be kind of a 0.5. Oh,
1: okay. You mean like a 3.5? Yeah, maybe. yeah. So, okay. Now that so makes in that a more sense,
0: sense, it'll make it easier for us down the line if we have another one that's an overall four. Got it. We can differentiate a lot quicker. Okay. So I don't have to, Um, did you need a rinse or you already got a rinse? I don't remember. Yeah, you gotta rinse. Okay. I just tasted your swill. Basically, that's how I figured that one.
1: <laughs> Hold on, you have to reveal it.
0: Oh yeah, I do. Oh I was God. about to just start. What are you doing? Pouring. I'm all discombobulated. This is brand spanking new. You are. All right. So number two. I think I'm a,
1: here to keep you in line.
0: With an overall of four, and obviously, do you have any Won't be the last one. No. No clue. Uh-oh. Is this another flying dog beer? Oh, yeah, it's another Flying Dog beer. The truth. The truth, yeah. It's the truth. It's Flying Dog's Imperial IPA. It's an Imperial
1: IPA? Yeah,
0: Imperial. Um, Which is why we were probably getting a lot more bitterness. 8.7%. Well, this is what's funny, because Raging Bitch is 8.3, and it's just an IPA. Eight <laughs> Imperial IPA for the truth, and it's 8.7. Difference of 0. .4. I think that's kind of dumb. That That's the... It's 0. .4 difference, and they're like, oh, this one's Imperial, and this one's clearly not Imperial. Eh, I don't like that idea. So this, I don't know, I'm, this doesn't surprise me, because I remember having the truth not all that long ago, and being like, it's decent, it's it's a decent beer, but not, like, loving it. Um. So, yeah, I mean, like, we did, it's a four, that's a decent mm-hmm. number, it's not, like, phenomenal, so... Hmm, okay. All right. Next beer. Number 3 is in in can.
1: So I feel I don't feel like I need to drink more of these. Well, I feel like when we're done recording, I want to drink the rest of my bottle of wine.
0: Well, also remember, we will be eating dinner afterwards, so these may That's go true. well with your food. You never know. Now that is true. Pour a little bit of that. Oh.
1: Because I do have my shirt on. That says, "I just want to drink wine and pet my cat."
0: So you feel like you need to make it act an yeah, actuality. I do.
1: I feel like I need to like
0: stick true to what you're yeah. what you're saying here. All right, here you go. So this is number three.
1: It looks the same as number two.
0: It it looks a it looks a bit darker, like more yeah. orangey. The number two, the truth was like orangey yellow. This is like definite orange, orange. and this is a little cloudier than the truth was. Ooh. Not much of any head to it either. Ooh.
1: This has definitely been the most
0: fragrant Whoa. of them. Okay, so hmm. wow, yeah, there's a lot jumping up my nose. Hey. It's okay. It,
1: it smells a, like a little fruity and a little florally.
0: Yes, there's a, there's a little bit of a floral note. There's a lot of citrus, like bright citrus, tropical, like some mango, that pineapple. Like, we were getting a little bit in the truth a lot more than this. This kind of smells like the lupulin powder that people have oh, been you using. think so? Yeah. Cause, okay. Because that has, like, a slight menthol-type yeah. nose to it. And actually flavor, which we'll see if that's in the flavor. So it smells kind of like lupulin powder. I like the way this smells. Yeah, it smells really vibrant and nice. I don't smell much bitterness, honestly. I smell like... A little bit. Like, this is going to be super light as well, so.
1: Yeah, not a lot of bitterness.
0: Well, um. mm Mm-hmm. It's very, very, very light on the tongue. It's smooth. It's smooth. Isn't it? (laughs) It is smooth. There's a little bit of bitterness on the end, more than I was getting in the nose, but it's not a ton. It finishes... With, like, cereal a little bit. You know, like, like a non-honey, honey, honey, um, Cheerios. Like a,
1: a Fruity Pebble?
0: No, not Fruity. Just, like, cereal, like, the plain Cheerios. Like, you know, that cereal grain type flavor. That's how it finishes to me. But up front... I get a quick snap of those like really vibrant um, citrusy notes and like the pineapple, mango as well. And
1: When's the last time you've had any
0: Cheerios? It's been some time, but I always remember what they're like. Cause I had a lot of them when I was young, so but I
1: feel like I want them now.
0: Well, you can. You're an adult. You can make that happen. I
1: know. I have to get. You in go my out and car. buy
0: some. You can go when we're done recording. You can jump in the car and go buy some plain Cheerios and not enjoy it. Because plain Cheerios are just not good,
1: mm. hmm, I, th- I think I like this.
0: I like it too. Um, the and as you continue to sip it the the bitterness starts to go down further, and the pineapple builds more.
1: I see what you're saying It, it tastes like weedy,
0: like yeah, just has a real cereal finish to it. I still like it. I still enjoy this beer,
1: okay. So this is going to get kind of weird with the ratings. Yeah. Because now I'm like, okay, well, I like this more than I like number two, so then I give this a five, but I don't really feel like it's a five.
0: Well, then you can still do it a four, and I will not put the note next to it. You know what I mean? So honestly, for all intents and purposes, we're, we're doing halves. Um, but we're not officially cool. doing halves. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. No, I'm going to go five. I feel like this is an average beer. Okay,
0: So, so you like it at a five. Mm-hmm. You want it at a five. Okay, I'm going to also go at a four. I'm putting it as the same as the truth, but I like it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, For me, it would have been to that five if that cereal finish was not oh, there. See, I like that. That's weird to me. I don't. I don't think it goes with the rest of the beer. That said, I like the beer. I will drink more of this beer. It's just... It's holding me. That cereal finish is holding me back from giving it a higher rate. Yeah, see, that's that, all.
1: That I think to me is more just like weedy, bready, and I like that.
0: It is bready. It's bready, cereally. Yeah, I know, like that. And I like those. Yeah,
1: and all that jazz. <laughs> Chicago.
0: Not seen it. Well, and I can't. Why I can never see it. Why? Well, you know who's in it. Who do I hate?
1: I you hate a lot of people. No.
0: Old dude, can't emote through his face.
1: Richard Gere? Richard Gere. Is he in Chicago?
0: I am pretty sure he's in Chicago. And first of all, I didn't have any interest in Chicago. Second of all, Richard Gere. And I i have such pure hatred for Richard, Richard Gere. Not him as a person, because I'm sure he's a, he's a decent person. I've heard he's a lovely individual. His acting just drives me insane. For the longest time, I had no idea why that was. Oh my and God, then I, it was, is Richard Gere. I was watching closely, and I figured out because he doesn't emote with his face; he delivers lines, and his face stays the same no matter what he's saying. It's terrible. So well, it's
1: on if, Netflix.
0: I'm not. I'm not.
1: But you love Catherine Zeta-Jones.
0: No, I don't. Oh. When did you? When? How? Is <laughs> was that your last boyfriend? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> my God. Well, how long have we been together? I don't. I
0: could um, care less about. I Catherine thought you Dijon. liked her. She's fine. She's a uh, she's fine as an individual. Like I don't feel any way but about you her. Love
1: America's Sweethearts. I
0: didn't love it. I thought it was good. Oh, okay. Anyway. But it's much better because of uh, Hank Azaria and oh. Christopher Walken. Okay, they're the main reason that movie's good. Okay. Well, in my head, you liked her more. Anyway, okay. okay. You make up these narratives <laughs> about my likes and dislikes. That's what I'm learning on this episode. Alright, so... uh, Moving
1: on, back to the podcast.
0: So this one gets an overall 4.5. Okay. So so we're trending up. So number three, overall 4.5 is... Any guesses? No. I don't even... I have no idea. You know, I want to say, I feel like um, Manor Hill has recently been doing some stuff with like the lupulin powder, so I feel like it could be a Manor Hill beer Mm -hmm. for that reason. Um, cause I really think, oh no, 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 no. Okay. This does taste familiar to me. Now that I'm seeing who it is, I've had it before and it does taste familiar. I think I may have rated it about the same when I originally had it. It's hard to get this thing off, unfortunately. Okay. It's RAR, or RAR as people say, RAR Brewing's Nantico Connector IPA. 7.4% alcohol by volume.
1: think i've ever had and i really like
0: i didn't notice this before on their can but in like white and silver they have the maryland flag pattern oh yeah which is cool they have good designs but um yeah i mean this is like i said 4.5 overall this is a decent hoppy beer i'm i'm down with it that's cool oh i wanted to check the date codes on the truth and, and that one um let's see a date oh date code yep this is within date code the um Enjoy by December twenty-third for the truth of this year. And R.A.R., do they date code? Yes, they do. This one was just canned less than a month ago. This one's fresh as hell. Okay,
1: Chicago also really stars fresh. John C. Riley. You do like John C. Riley. Okay.
0: I'm probably not gonna see this movie. So you this is the thing. You can throw your Catherine Zeta Joneses at me, you can throw your John C. Rileys at me. You can even throw in more people. Like John Malkovich, I love John Malkovich. Throw him in there. Will Ferrell, I love him. I'm still not going to do it because Richard Gere is there, and his stank is all over that thing. I guarantee it.
1: He actually is a very bad singer
0: in it. Well, he's a bad everything. He he can't. Ugh, it's just my hatred. I can't can't do it. Can't do it. Did you need a rinse? Did you get a rinse? I think so. Okay, well, let's give you a quick number. Of I've just been blinded by my my Richard Gear rage, <laughs> so I have a feeling that 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 that'll go away once we um, take our break from these first four and do the next four. But I'm gonna edit it so it just flows together, so people know I'll probably stop talking about Richard Gear oh, if it okay. annoys you. <laughs> just saying. So okay, so thus far the best one was number three, the RAR. So. Number four, here we go. Also in a can. Yeah, just love the sound of the cans. And it sounds good on the podcast, too, I gotta say. <laughs> when I'm editing, I'm just like, yeah, that pop of the can. Wonderful. All right, there we okay, go. So,
1: this should be better than the last, right?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, based off our current trend, mm-hmm. if, it, if it holds true.
1: Yellowish, orangeish, a little cloud. Yeah. Noise.
0: The coloration with this one is basically between the truth and the nanaco connector, basically. Yep. Yeah, slight haze to it, not as much as the nanaco connector.
1: Lots but... of citrus on the nose, though. Yeah, like
0: ooh, wow! Like
1: pineapple. Yeah, well, like a this lot is... of like sweet, juicy like, fruit.
0: Yeah, very bright pineapple in that. Very oh. bright. Yeah, it smells really yeah. Good.
1: Just lots of like like the juiciest orange. Like, you bite into it, and, like, the juice runs down the side of your mouth.
0: Yeah. I totally agree with Mm. that. I'm picking up on a little sweetness at the end, Mm -hmm. but, like, the nice level of sweetness that I like in my hoppy beers. Yeah,
1: Like, it doesn't taste like it's going to be, like, syrupy sweetness. Like, it's going to be crisp and refreshing sweetness. It
0: does smell refreshing, especially with all those vibrant citrus notes. Wow, that smells really good. So, you took your first sip. What do you think?
1: It's not... it's, It's... a. I feel like it's really hard for an IPA like that or poppy beer rather, that has this nose to deliver on the taste. Yeah. You know, it's I I it leaves me wanting more.
0: So this has a lot more body to it than I thought it was going to. Oh really? It's it's more viscous than I than I thought would yeah. it, it would be based off the smell. But that's not a bad thing. No, it, it just caught I like me off it. guard. Hmm. Mm. So, because of that body, it kind of makes the smells that we were getting more like rich.
1: Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Less yes.
0: vibrant, more rich, you know? So, I do get that pineapple. I get a lot of orange, like yeah. juicy orange in the flavor. Um, Decent bitterness on the end.
1: Yeah, not too much, but it's there mm-hmm. for sure.
0: And a little sweetness, a, lip, a tad bit of a bready quality on the end. Not mm-hmm. nearly as bready as the um, Raging Bitch was. That was like a lot of bread yeah. to it on the end. This one, just a tad bit, a little touch. Pretty juicy, as people say. But I feel like you... this is
1: hard because after I taste all four of them, I feel like in comparison, I want to change my ratings.
0: Well, you, that's where you can do the yeah. little, you know, I can put the note of like the minus .5 okay. or something. So, All right, you want to go on this one?
1: I'm going to give this a 5, but I like okay. it more than... Okay. The coat Nectar.
0: So, uh, right. Minus 0. .5. Okay. I'm going to give this a five. I like this. This is a nice beer. This is a mm-hmm. quite a yeah, nice beer. Yeah, this is my favorite
1: we've had tonight.
0: I'm down with this. I like this beer. It is good. So.
1: It's well balanced. There's not a lot of, like, too much bitterness. It has enough fruit characteristics. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, so... I'm just making a further note on who is doing the minus 0.5. So for number two, we both would do a minus 0.5. And on four, only you want to do the minus 0.5, basically. So, yeah, thus far, this is my favorite one. Mm-hmm. And that's how it worked out. So the first, number one was three, number two is four, number three is 4.5, uh, and number okay. four is five. So it did stay with it in ascending yeah. order. I
1: think that's, I, and I think that's.
0: And that's funny because I randomly pulled these out of the six packs. It was hmm. like completely random. So. Alright, let's see what number four with the current best one overall five. Oh man. This beer has tasted different to me before. This is the one that's not Maryland. Oh,
1: what is it? What is it?
0: But super close. Oh. And I had a feeling that might be in there. And this makes sense. There we neglected the pine in this beer. Because it is made with Falconer's Flight. Um DC Brow on the Wings of Armageddon Imperial IPA nine point two percent. That's
1: nine percent?
0: You could have fooled me.
1: No I would have never ever guessed.
0: That I'm gonna be honest, I feel like the Flying Dogs of the Truth Imperial IPA at eight point seven tastes significantly more than this nine point two by DC Brow. On the wings of Armageddon, yeah, nine point two. And they're out of D.C., Washington D.C. Yeah, more of that. D.C. So, Brow Brewing. Um, it's a good beer. I like that beer. It's very highly touted by a lot of people, and it is tasty. So here's the thing: there is a ton of juiciness to this. Now that I'm getting it, there I'm seeing a slight pine, but when I had this beer years ago probably about three years ago maybe, when it's the first time I ever had this beer, there was so much pine to it. Now, I have a feeling that they've kind of tweaked, changed the recipe somehow, and that's why we're not getting as much Uh, pine, because breweries do that all the time. And that's, sometimes it's just because they want to tweak it for flavor, and they're kind of like, well, we can make this better, we can get it closer to where we really want it. And sometimes it has to do with the fact that they don't get certain hops or certain levels. Mm, well, level, they can't get them. Yeah, certain amounts of hops, so they need to allocate it differently. So they'll kind of try and blend in different things and be like, well, it's just going to be different this time. So, Because um, hop contract issues are legit issues in the beer world. Because there are only so many hops that can go around, and people also have to buy their hop contracts at least a year in advance. So... You're not. You don't necessarily know how much you're going to need of of what, especially with how breweries have to keep up with being so experimental and right. putting out small batch beers and stuff yeah, like that. I'm
1: excited because so. I just checked into all of these on Untapped, and I hadn't checked into any of them before. Really? I've and I've had. You've had every I, one of these. I know. <laughs> I, I'm so bad at checking in.
0: Yeah, you're pretty terrible at checking in. I, Thanks. I, I can guarantee you that right now you're missing out on. Since you've been on Untapped, you're probably I'm missing sure. out on around two hundred beers that you could have checked I'm into sure. that you didn't. I just
1: because I hate when I'm out and being like, oh hold on, let me get my phone and check into this beer. I just don't I like that. I just don't do just it. Just remember for later.
0: I which just, is usually what I do and wait until I, ne- I get home. And, and I don't
1: it. ever remember.
0: Yeah. But a lot of times I'm driving, so you could do it while I'm driving home.
1: It's true. Well, no, because I'm like, uh Anyway, so I just Yes. checked into
0: them. Okay, good. I thought you were going to say something else about um, Chicago to try and get me to watch. It.
1: No! <laughs> I was like,
0: no, let's not uh, do that. So
1: I want to watch it though now.
0: Okay, so beer number five is up and this one is in a bottle. We'll just get this sucker open. I can already smell something coming out. As soon as I pop that cap off... Something good? I smell some citrus. Some nice citrusy notes. Pour a little bit. Number five. How's it looking? definitely
1: has an orange hue.
0: Super clear.
1: Yeah. This
0: is probably the clearest one that we've poured thus far. Um, The way I poured it, more agitated, it's got like a nice white head to it, a mixture of small bubbles, large bubbles. Smell? Are you a little stuffy? At the moment.
1: No, I'm just trying to really get my sniffer going.
0: Well, if you need to, you can sniff your arm. Or your shirt. That old trick of clearing your nose palate. I get a little bit of a sugariness on the end, but I get a decent bitterness.
1: Yeah, I'm getting like some syrupy qualities.
0: It does smell like it's a little syrupy um like deep orange like dehydrated sugary orange with orange peel in there. Yeah,
1: there's definitely citrus, some sweetness, some syrupy, a little pine.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get a slight pine on the end. And by the way, um as we kept sipping a little bit on that on the wings of Armageddon, the pine grew more, but it's still a lot less pine than it used to be a few years ago. They definitely amped up the um the citrus and brought the pine down, but all right, so you are you tried number five mm-hmm. go ahead and lead
1: I mean, I think you are getting all of the all of the characteristics you're getting in the nose and the taste
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, It's just kind of there it's a little muted, nothing like really hit you in the face
0: so the first thing that jumped out to me with this beer is resinous there's a there's a resinous yeah. flavor to it it is kind of syrupy. There's a good amount of bitterness. Potentially the most bitterness we've had with these beers thus far. You think so? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it it rivals, um, I guess, between that and the truth, the dogfish, mm-hmm. or flying dog truth. Um, I, but I think this has a little more bitterness than mm-hmm. the truth. Okay. It almost has, because of that, because of the syrupiness and the bitterness, it almost has a little bit of a cough medicine finish oh, to really? it. But it's not. You're making
1: it too sound much. like it's not good.
0: I'm saying a little bit. Hmm.
1: What did I give the truth?
0: But there's deep orange to it. You gave it a four, but you said you'd take kind of would want to take half off. Uh, so basically, like a three point five. Okay. Um, I do feel like the flavor mirrors the aroma a decent amount. Mm-hmm. I do get you know like orange peel. I get like dehydrated orange. Um, more pine in the flavor than I thought I would get based off the nose, Mm -hmm. and it's got a sweet finish to it, but a lot of bitterness riding with the sweet finish.
1: I mean, to me, this beer's just kind of there. Yeah. It's not offensive, it doesn't, I can't say I would like. Go out of my way to drink this again.
0: It's a solid beer, but I kind of feel like it comes off a little astringent. And I think part of that is because of, A, I think it is probably a bit higher in alcohol because I can taste that. But B, I think that the, um, the level of bitterness kind of increases your perception of the alcohol as well. So I feel like the alcohol feels a tad bit out of kilter for that reason.
1: Okay. What so, are you gonna give it?
0: Um, between two numbers, this isn't terrible. It's not gonna, um, I feel like I'd give it a three.
1: Okay.
0: But, I w- like I'm decent with it. I
1: was gonna give it a four.
0: Okay. Oh, you like it? You like it more than me. All right. So three. And, yeah. i So That's a overall three point five. So you're solid four. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. And uh, let's see what this beer is. Dun, dun,
1: dun I like the way we're doing it because it's like taste
0: immediate and then satisfaction. Yeah, yeah I, know. I feel you on that. Okay, all right, interesting. This is sorry, I gotta get this thing off here. This is um, Heavy Seas Brewing, and it is their Double Cannon Double IPA. Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Double um, and actually, I think on the neck is where the 9.5% ABV. Oh, wow. Told you it was it higher.
1: It doesn't taste... I I wouldn't guess it's 9. You can tell it in mean, like the syrupy characteristics. Yeah. You could tell it's a little high, but I wouldn't guess 9.
0: Yeah. This is a decent beer. Um, And it is well within date code. It says Best Buy January 2018. Okay, cool. You know, honestly, I don't like... That just reminds me that I don't like when breweries put Best Buy dates. I may have already said this, but... Re, to reiterate, I don't like Best Buy dates. I like canned on or bottled on dates. That's what's most appropriate, in my opinion, because then people can judge for themselves. Like everyone's taste with it's different. Like typically, I like my beers no more than say three months out, or two months out, or one month out, depending on who you are and what yeah, the beer is. But then is. at the same
1: time, like, don't you think the brewer has a right to say like, like when they think it would be best enjoyed by?
0: Well then, maybe in that case they should put canned on and best before dates, yeah. um, because who knows? Like, uh, I understand what you're saying, and like, I I, feel I like, can agree with that. Like as That's an
1: artist, me. I feel like brewing beer is like an art, and yeah. like you want the reciprocant recipient recipient
0: recipient, recipient yeah.
1: of your beer to enjoy it when you think it would taste.
0: I mean that makes sense. Sorry, everyone. There's a loud-ass truck outside at the moment that's decided to start up and an emergency response vehicle. So hopefully nobody has hurt themselves too badly. Anyway, moving on. I understand what you're saying. What you're saying about the artistic yeah. aspect of things. Um, I just think, for me, it's nice right. to know when it was canned yeah. because I have an idea in my head of when I like hoppy beers to be consumed by. Um. So, and I don't know what they're going off of for their yeah. Best Buy date. I mean, they could be doing four or five, six months. Well,
1: that's January?
0: Yeah, January.
1: So we're in October, November, December, and January. So it's more than three months.
0: Yeah, probably. And I don't like that. So the next one, as people could hear, is a can. This is number six. A little bit for you, a little bit for me. It's
1: definitely clear. And it's definitely yellow. Like a darker yellow.
0: Yeah, the other one was very orange. This is slight orange with, yeah, some yellowiness to it. Nice white head. Mm. Whoa. Lots of citrus. That smells, yeah. Very vibrant. A lot of pineapple, I feel. Yeah, a lot of
1: pineapple, a lot of like sweet, juicy orange. Ooh.
0: This is very, very tropical. This Mm -hmm. by far is the most tropical smelling. Of these beers that we've had, I like to I like to smell on this a lot. If this tastes the way it smells, I'd be totally digging this. Super tropical, like you said. There's a lot of orange to it. There's a ton of pineapple to it.
1: I started drinking. I don't like to
0: smell too long. There's a slight sweetness on the end, but not as much sweetness as the double cannon that we had last time. Mm. It smells like it's going to be lower ABV, maybe a session IPA of sorts. I don't know.
1: And yeah, I would, I could see this being a session. Ooh,
0: very bright, very vibrant. It's a lot of
1: like, and a lot of the citrus, but there I'm getting a decent bitterness on the end.
0: Yeah, there's more of a bitterness than I would assume from the nose, Uh but that bitterness is nice. Like it's playing very well. It's not
1: offensive. Like I don't like a lot of bitterness, but I can handle this.
0: I'm good with bitterness at the end if it's justified with the with the mouthfeel yeah. and the other flavors. Yeah. And the bitterness needs to be in check. It can't be overpowering everything else. Um and I think the bitterness for me with this beer is at a very nice level. Um but it's vibrant. The mm-hmm. like I was saying, the flavors are super vibrant. It's pretty light and kind of refreshing. I like uh, it. Yeah. Um pineapple in there, orange in there, like we were talking about, pretty tropical. Mm. Mm. This tastes very clean. Very easy. Mm. I like what that beer. What did I give? That's a nice beer.
1: I gave a five to something.
0: Uh, oh. well, on the wings, but... Yeah.
1: Okay. I think I'm going to give this a five, too.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, to me, this is, like, a
0: solid beer. Yeah, I'm going to give this a five as well. I mm. like it as much as that. So it's a five. Solid, solid five. So this is actually...
1: Is this the top one so far?
0: Yes, it is. It is. That's the top one so far. I need some water here. Oh, okay. Hmm, what is that? Pour you some water. Well, I mean, think about Maryland's Beers in a can. I don't know. Beer, yeah. IP, or not IPAs necessarily. Hoppy beers, I think. All right, so the current leader at the moment... Number six, with an overall of five. We're going to we get these off the cans, IMO. Oh, this is interesting. This is a brewery that I've come to recently and been like, I'm really digging, which I hadn't been digging before. Is it Oliver? It's Oliver. Yeah, Oliver Brewing. It's called Forearm Smash. It's a dry hopped double IPA. Eight percent? You could have fooled me. We thought it was a session. Dude, 8%? That's very deceptive.
1: Let me have another swig of that. Dude,
0: I would say 6 on this. No friggin' lie. This beer's really nice. Forearm Smash by Oliver. Wow. Oh, like your forearm. Well, yeah. It's actually got a picture of like someone smashing someone in the face oh, yeah. with their forearm.
1: I didn't know if you meant like four... like. The number four,
0: right? They say it's a real knockout. By the way, this beer is really nice. That that makes Mm. me happy. What I've tried of Oliver recently, really digging it. They're they're really stepping it up, man. Really stepping it up. That's good. All right, number seven. This one we are back to bottle. Pop that top.
1: Pop that top.
0: A little bit for you, like ma'am. A little bit for me. And what do you see? It
1: looks like the last beer in color, but it's definitely hazier.
0: Yeah, it's it's clear-ish, mm-hmm. but there's like a slight haze to it. But yeah, it looks like the forearm smash yeah. color wise, like very light orange, a little yellowish. Oh, I don't like the smell at all.
1: Whoa, that is
0: so much pine.
1: It's like you stuck your nose in, like, a pine candle or a pine
0: tree. Yeah, dude. There's so much pine in that nose, and it's, it's like, a lot of, like, honey it's with like the pine. It's, like,
1: thick, syrupy, like, sap.
0: Little alfalfa-type note to it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's interesting. Yeah, like, this one is the most different smelling yeah. of all of them this one's kind of standing out on the e- edge as like an Maybe outlier
1: like a little uh, i don't know like hay straw or like rye or like wheat flakes or something yeah like, actually
0: i could i could see the rye i think you might be hitting something with rye in there that could make sense
1: okay i don't i don't hate hate it as much as i thought it was going to
0: so the pine isn't nearly as aggressive no. as you're gonna assume it is based off the nose. Um it's still definitely quite there, but it's much more subdued. I do get a little bit of citrus coming through as well, but it's like a deep dark hmm. orange flavor.
1: This is hard for me because it's nothing. This is a pretty solid beer. I know. That's like this isn't like the style I gravitate to, to at all, but I could see I it. can appreciate it.
0: I could see it having rye in it because it it has a little bit of a spice type character mm-hmm. that actually almost comes off to me like a tea. Yeah. Like there's tea infused into it, like green tea. Hmm. So that could be the rye playing around with things. This is a pretty solid beer. I like this, actually. Yeah. Based off the nose, I was expecting something different. Yeah. But this is nice. It, is.
1: it does have like a little like...
0: It's got a little like sugary sweetness at the end, like a like a quick hit of honey, but it's kind of like a citrus honey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird, but it's good. I like yeah. it. Hmm. So I'm interested to see what you want to give this beer because initially you're like this is not my thing, but I know. but as you keep sipping, it's could be kind of your thing.
1: Okay, I'm going to give it a 4. The
0: only thing I don't really like is that kind of like hay alfalfa See,
1: finish. I I like it. that. Okay. I like that.
0: Yeah, um this is nice and especially because of the fact that it kind of changed like the aroma to the flavor kind of changed my idea of the beer. I'm going to go a 4 as well. I do I, I do like it. How you
1: going to give it a 5?
0: No, I don't think it's quite there for me, but I like it. It's nice. Like I said, I would definitely give it that five if that kind of like hay finish wasn't there because it's a little weird to me.
1: See, I, like I said, I think that's the only reason I'm giving it. I I like that in my beer.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm not not a fan. But, you know, everyone's different. That's
1: Like I'm chewing on a piece of something in the barnyard. (laughs)
0: I'll foul for hay. Okay, Okay, so. Okay, what is it? What is it? Let's go find this out. I'm quite interested to know what this is, and if I've ever had it before. I know, yeah. It doesn't really taste like anything I've had.
1: Well, it could be something I had, or like you had, and I was like, I don't don't know.
0: This is something I've had some time ago and thought I didn't like, so. Or maybe I didn't like it then, because things changed. This is by Evolution Brewing.
1: Oh.
0: And this is their double IPA. It's called Lot Number 6, and it is 8.5%. It tastes maybe about 8.5. That makes sense. And you would think that with 8.5%, maybe it would have a bit more of a syrupy aspect to it. And it doesn't. So they did a good job kind of keeping that down. Um, Here's the other thing to know. This is four months old Hmm. at this point. So it's past where I like the IPAs. It'd be nice to know what the difference in flavor is. But for the fact that this is a four-month-old beer and it tastes like that, that's pretty good. I'm impressed. I, I've, okay, so Evolution is another one of those breweries that I've kind of been like, eh, like the way I was with Oliver, but maybe this is a signal that I need to go back.
1: Well, yeah, things change, your palate changes.
0: Yeah, totally true.
1: Brewers change, recipes change.
0: All, all sorts of things change. All right, hmm. so going to number eight, and this is the only Tall Boy can. That we have. Hmm. A 16-ounce can for people who don't know what tall boy is. I'm sure most people do, though. Be interesting, because I don't know who in Maryland is doing this size. I
1: have no idea. Who's doing it? I don't even this know. Is, this is pouring really
0: light. Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, Sorry, I, I just... like all over <laughs> me. that's stuff on your head. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Do you need to... Just
1: dab the bottom of it.
0: Okay. There you go. I got a towel just in case. You get your knuckles. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so there's beer just so like it's... dripping down her hand. Wow, this is very light.
1: Is it hazy or is it just because I have beer on the outside of my glass?
0: I think it's because there's beer on the outside of your glass. Okay. It's pretty clear. Eh, maybe just a slight, slight, mm. slight haze, but pretty clear. Very yellow.
1: Yeah, really yellow. I'm Crazy getting a lot yellow. of... um, Ooh. Like, lemon peel... A little mm-hmm. pineapple. And yeah. So definitely a lot of sweetness.
0: Yeah, it's like sweet pineapple. And I also... I get smells that I kind of get with, like, mosaic hops, I think. Like, there's this... Oh, no. There's a slight, like, funky B.O. type thing that actually is associated with, like, a citra. I hate when you say B.O. Yeah, it's a little funky. Like, hop funky. Like... I don't know. Like, it's not B.O. in a bad way. You know, there are people in the beer world who describe things, and they'll say something like cat pee. And it's like...
1: But it's not in a bad way. Like,
0: it's kind of weird.
1: How can you... I don't... Everything about cat pee smells gross. So... Except I don't think our cat has smelly pee.
0: Well, I mean, you also haven't intentionally tried to smell it. Yeah. (laughs) So... I feel um, like I get a little passion fruit on there, honestly. Okay, I do. Well, a I started, pineapple passion fruit. I started fruit.
1: drinking it.
0: Tropical. It smells like it's very light. It doesn't smell like there's much of a syrupiness. Low ABV most likely, not yeah, much Yeah, I could see better. this
1: being a session. So flavor. Yeah, what? there's something weird on the taste, and I, I can't put my finger it on it. It tastes
0: almost watermelon Ah. On the
1: end. Okay, okay. I could...
0: Like, watermelon rind. You know, like, the white part of the watermelon, so it's not as much sweet as it is, like, a little bit, like, Um, bitter and off-sweet.
1: But I like it.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, it definitely is watermelony on the finish. That's really weird.
1: Yeah, there's something on the finish, I'm like, I I like it, though. It
0: is good. I do like it. It's like
1: a little bite. It's like... (laughs) Yes,
0: I agree, but it throws me off.
1: Oh, yeah, it's definitely... Not what you're anticipating.
0: Are there melon hops? So I know there are some hops called melon. Now, I'm assuming that they're probably named that because they give like a melon character to the beer. So maybe this beer is made with like melon hops or something. I don't don't think I've ever had a beer with melon hops, so I'm not sure about I like this a lot. I'm going to
1: give this a five. I like that little melon-like bite.
0: It is good. Um... I feel like that's the only flavor I'm really getting, though. Like, I feel like really? that's dominating a lot.
1: I'm getting that only on the on the end.
0: For me, I feel like that's like the only flavor I get.
1: Mm. Okay, well, I like I like that. I'm giving it a five.
0: Okay, that's fine. I still think it's pretty good. Um, I'll give it a four. Okay. I, I like it at a four. I think it's I think it's a nice four level. So that's a four point five. So let's go ahead and see what this is. I'm very interested, and I want to know: Are there melon hops in this? And is that what melon hops do? Because I'm assuming, based off the name. Oh my god! god. Claw? Yeah. It's by, oh, this is one of their new ones. Okay. Yeah. So this is Brand Spanking New Do Claw. This is called um, Never Tell Me the Odds, and it's a Citra Mosaic Double IPA, eight percent alcohol by volume. What? Hydrogen.
1: This is 8% too?
0: Yeah, this seems like 5.5%. What? That's pretty deceptive, to be honest. So I did, throw, I did say Citra and Mosaic when I was talking yeah. about what I felt like I was smelling. So that's good. The melon, I don't know where that melon's coming from. That's really weird because they, let me read some of this. It says, uh, duh, blend of tropical and citrus hop flavors. They don't say anything about a melon. That's mm. weird. Like, yeah, it's, it's just... definitely Melanie to me. To both of us. And this is two months old. Less than two months old, actually. Mm. So, it's pretty... This that's is cool. good. i you try that. I like this. Um, I gotta say, this is hands down by far the best hoppy beer I've ever had from Duclaw, period. Mm. But that's not saying, like, a ton because no, I've this... never been a fan of hoppy Duclaw stuff, really.
1: This isn't one of their collab beers this is just no, them.
0: No, that's straight up them. So. Yeah, I can definitely see the citra and the mosaic um influences in here, but I I don't know where that melon is coming from. It's so odd. It's odd. That's a good beer though. I like it. I had heard a lot of people say a lot of good things about this oh, really? beer when it came out. Yeah. People were kind of like, "Oh my god, here comes DuClaw. They're like stepping it up now." Which, honestly, I feel like a lot of Maryland breweries are stepping it up because they see the writing on a wall on the wall that there are a lot of breweries who have opened up and continue to open up, so you need to get market share, you know? You need to make sure that you're still making money and you can stick around, so, you know. But anyway, on to the next beer. Number nine is in a can, so open this bad boy up. Oh! Okay, Shoo. Oh, a little bit started coming out of the top. That was a close one. For some reason. I don't know why. Pour it. Actually, I kind of like the sound of beer being poured.
1: It just sounds like any liquid. Well, yeah,
0: but when we're talking about beer...
1: It sounds like, I mean, it sounds like you could be peeing.
0: Well, I know, and we've already, you know, we said that during the blending episode, but... yeah. Um, I just, when I'm listening to a beer podcast, I like uh, the sound of the beer okay. because...
1: Because it's like the sound effects, you know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I feel
0: like guys. it immerses me more, like, because if someone's saying, okay, now we're trying this beer, and here are no noises related to beer. Mm-hmm. You're like, what's
1: really happening?
0: It doesn't immerse you as much oh, as God. you're hearing the, you know, the can being opened, the yeah. beer being poured, it's like... like you're there. So maybe I'll try and get that sound in there more often for that reason, although people let me know if you don't care for that or do. Brutalpodcast at gmail dot com. Anyway,
1: okay. number
0: nine, slightly hazy,
1: mm, very yellow. Um,
0: I think there's an orange, yeah, slight orange. orange to it.
1: Well, I said orange.
0: Yeah, orange, lemon orange. Is that know. where you're going? Lorange. I have no idea. Smell. Mm. <sighs> there's a little bit of that kind of alfalfa on the end that you were saying you kind of like. I,
1: I, I like that.
0: On the nose. There's some deep orange.
1: <laughs> yeah, like.
0: Honey, too.
1: I'm getting a little pine.
0: Yeah, there's definitely pine to it. And
1: like, so those like syrupy. Yeah. Smells. Notes. I just, I pick up on that real quick just because I don't like it. Typically.
0: Yeah, you don't like it when it smells like it's going to be kind of higher ABV. Yeah. Or, you know, cough medicine.
1: Although, it does, viscosity. although this. Is a, this isn't a, this is a pleasant nose? Yeah, it's not offensive or anything.
0: I feel like you get a little apricot. I get like a little apricot ap- in the nose too.
1: Hmm. There's
0: a lot of grain. Yeah. On the end of it, it's like a lot of grain flavor. I
1: don't know what to, I really don't know what to make of this yet.
0: Like more of the malt. Coming through than I thought I was going to get. I do taste that apricot, though. It's like apricot and grain. And a little mm-hmm. bit of that hay I was talking about. And a tad bit of honey. And some bitterness. But it's not a ton of bitterness. It's like medium-high, maybe, type bitterness.
1: Yeah. The flavor kind little of pie. falls a little flat for me.
0: It does, and it's got like... If I'm not taking a sip, it, I like my tongue gets like that kind of cereal flavor on it that I was talking about right. earlier.
1: See, I'm not getting that, and I like that. Hmm.
0: it's decent. I'm okay with it. I do get the apricot though. The okay. apricot, the little hit of apricot that I'm getting in each sip is kind of nice.
1: Okay, you ready to read this?
0: Yeah, I'm um, having a hard time. Figuring out where I want to put this one. Okay. Okay. I know. I'm going to go three on this.
1: I'm also going three.
0: Okay. Is it straight up three? Or you would go a tab bit lower? I would go lower. So you would do a minus 0.5. And I'm kind of between... Yeah, I kind of feel like, no, straight three for me.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, straight three for me. Okay, so let's go ahead and find out what it is. After I drink my rinsing water. All right, number nine is an overall of three, but for all intents and purposes, it's really like, for the ranking, it'll be like a 3.75, basically. Or 2.75, I'm sorry. Okay, this makes sense, because this is a beer I've actually had before, and been like, it's fine, like I, I'm good with it, but like I like it, it's decent. So this uh, is a Poor Righteous IPA by Jailbreak Brewing, and the ABV on dish one six point
1: five.
0: Hmm. Uh, is this the first straight up IPA? Oh no, because we had the Nanoco Connector. The majority of these have been Imperial IPAs. Oh, On the Wings of Armageddon. Oh, no, that was Imperial. Yeah. I guess the the Raging Bitch, even though, it, I mean, it was Belgian style, but that was IPA, not Imperial. The Nanocoque Nectar, and then now this Poor Righteous. Everything else has been Imperial, slash Double, however you want to call it. So.
1: Yeah, I remember when I had this beer before, I was like... It, it, it's fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... It's good. It like it's good. It's just, you know, in a lineup like we're doing of like the better hoppy beers from Maryland.
1: It's not going to stand out. Yeah,
0: I don't think it really it's not going to compete super hard, um, but it's decent. It's a decent, though. On to number 10 now. And this is the last one we have that's actually in a bottle. So, pop that sucker. All right. Oh yeah, I get the sound. You hear it? You hear it? <laughs> a little further back. Creates a lot more head though. That's one thing that it does. This one's really it's, clear.
1: Yeah. It's kind of the same color like that.
0: A little little darker Lalo, on the Lello, what did
1: I call it? Lella.
0: Orange. Orange. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean there's a bit of yellow to it, but it's all I think it's a decent amount more orange than the last one. Very clear though. Super clear beer. What is... I don't get a ton on the nose. I'm definitely
1: getting some fruit.
0: Yeah, I do too, but it's really...
1: I just don't know. I can't.
0: There's not a lot of aroma.
1: I can't distinguish what type, though.
0: It's so light on the aroma. I can't... I feel like I can't discern much. I do smell a little like a sweet maltiness in there, like a tad bit of like a honey maltiness. Yeah, what is that?
1: It's It, it smells fruity, but I, beyond that, I'm not, I can't pick out anything. Yeah,
0: there's a really low citrus note in there. Maybe mango? Maybe like a slight mango on the nose? There is not much of a nose to this at all. It's not aromatic. It's You gotta fight to get anything really odd but I do smell a little bit of a sweetness like a light sweetness
1: but the taste is odd too and I can't I don't know how to describe that what is
0: that what is that yeah what is that it almost tastes creamy yes I see what you're saying it I feel like it had I don't think it tastes like it has Belgian yeast, but it has mm-hmm. a slight Belgian yeast flavor to it. Do you know what I mean?
1: It's almost like an artificial marshmallow flavor.
0: It's okay. So, have you ever have you ever bitten through a peach before? Yes. And the flavor that you get from the actual skin mm-hmm. before, like the fuzzy skin, mm-hmm. before you actually get to the fruit. Because it's all—it's kind of bitter, and it's just like that dry, like hairy, feel, like fuzzy feeling on yeah. your tongue. I feel like it's like that, and it comes off like a tad. Like, okay, so here it is. This is this is the flavor that I think that we're a bit perplexed about. You ever had like those Necco wafers from back in the day, or like the really crappy um, heart candies for, from? Um, Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little bit of that uh-huh. flavor,
0: which I really don't like. Yeah. And hmm. I don't know I why don't... that would be in this beer. <laughs> it's a really weird thing.
1: Like, to me, it's like mar- like marshmallow
0: can, Like, some yeah. sort of candy. I do get mango flavor to it. Mango, a uh, little bit of that kind of like peach skin I mean, we were talking about. As much as
1: of. we're describing this as kind of weird, I kind of like it.
0: Yeah, the more you drink it, the more that that really weird flavor starts to. No, I, have
1: a, I want a little more. Of the beer. Oh, okay,
0: that's fine. I thought you were asking for a no, rinse already. I'm... Yeah, the more the more you drink it, the that's more fine. that that weird flavor kind of fades away with your perception, and the more you get more of that kind of peach and mango coming through.
1: I mean, this is definitely a beer you're gonna that's gonna you are going to thats going to you going to want to eat with drink yeah, with food. food yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like I could drink a couple of these at a party or something, and it's light, but it does have flavor. I think this might
0: be the one with, like, the most serious mouthfeel to me yeah. of all the ones we've had. And I think maybe that's also one of the things that's making us like more... think it's kind of weird because it's standing out yeah. a lot because of that.
1: Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to give this a four.
0: Okay. um. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a 4 as well, but I'm going to say, like, I would like to give it, like, that minus 0. 0.5. So. But you're straight 4? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it should have, like, that minus 0. 0.5 for me, but it's good. I'm really interested to see what mm-hmm. this is, because...
1: I mean, I can't say there's weird. anything... I can't say there's anything... It's no, There's nothing off-putting, it's...
0: But there's nothing, like, crazy exciting about it. Like, oh man, this is so good. Yeah. Alright, so overall of um, four, but for all intents and purposes, basically like a 3.75. But anyway, we'll get in that later. Um, number ten is... If I can find out the way to open this best uh, Okay. Loose Cannon. Hmm. Another... Um, Heavy Seas Brewing product. So this is their triple hopped IPA.
1: It's really funny because earlier today when we were we had decided we were going to record, I was like, you know what, we haven't had Loose Cannon yet, and I feel like yeah. that's a kind of standard around here as far oh, as yeah,
0: as far as hoppy beers go. Yeah. Like most places, if they're going to have a hoppy beer in Maryland, it's it's going to be Loose Cannon yeah,
1: or Dogfish Sixty Minute.
0: Um, yeah so this is 7.25% alcohol by volume. This is, is this okay. is one of the this is one of the beers in Maryland that became popular for its hoppiness like first. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was hearing about Loose Cannon like widely in Maryland before I was hearing about any other hoppy beer really. So it's got a lot of history here. Well, I feel so it's like cool It's that funny is,
1: what I sorry. said I could drink a couple at a party because I feel like you have I before. probably have.
0: <laughs> and you would going forward. If I was
1: going out and I think I already did rinse.
0: Oh, you already got a rinse? Are you sure? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, you should rinse it again just because I think I didn't remember rinsing you. But that could just be me. Anyway. No, oh, that's cool. I'm glad it's in the lineup. That's definitely cool. All right. Let's move to the last two are cans. So n- number 11 now. <laughs> Get that. Oh, I just cut my nails. So getting under the tab, a little rough. All right, here we go.
1: Oh, you are dripping everywhere. Yeah I am dripping
0: everywhere. Well, that's kind of the problem with the way that Mike has these. Is it? It makes it like that. That's why I brought lots of towels. So yeah. You're gonna have to wash that towel too. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah. kind of stuff everywhere. That's yep. why I brought a towel so we can...
1: Lots of towels. So there's yeah. this is very clear. And very yellow. Like, real yellow. You're not even going to
0: say it's orange at all. Definitely one of the lowest. Yeah, no, it has a little bit of orange No, Yes, it does. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, there's still a slight orange. I don't but know. as I moved it closer to the light, it became more yellow. Doesn't It doesn't have a ton of head, no. especially with the way I yeah. rub it. You think it would have retained a lot more head? It has a little bit, but it's like very large bubbles. Ooh, that smells really nice.
1: I'm getting like um that
0: smells really, really nice.
1: Some spice, like some sriracha. What?
0: Like I... some chili pepper. I do I am not getting really? that. At least not in the nose. I am. I get really vibrant.
1: It's very citru- like, citrusy, it's though. It's
0: like crazy citrus forward.
1: But I'm definitely getting... It's very
0: tropical. A lot of like mango. A little pineapple to it. This <sighs> was really nice. Mango, pineapple, orange. This smells really nice. Really, really nice.
1: Really, really
0: nice. I don't smell much of any bitterness. There's just like a slight hint of bitterness on the end of the nose. Cool. So you already took a drink.
1: I took a sip. It's really light.
0: Ooh, but it's really, like, juice-driven, I feel like. Like, all those citrusy notes, they're, like, crazy vibrant.
1: Crazy. Crazy vibrant. It almost doesn't taste like a beer, though.
0: I know. There's, like, almost no bitterness whatsoever, and it's very, very citrusy.
1: And I'm... Tastes like there's, like, not much carbonation in it either. Kind of tastes flat.
0: Carbonation's a bit low. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's definitely a bit low. I get a lot of orange flavor coming through. And then I get some mango behind it. I'm not getting any of that. Another, it does actually finish with a little bit of that kind of, like, cereal grain flavor, but there's not a ton of it.
1: I I don't think I like this.
0: For what I smelled, there's more of a mouthfeel to it than I thought there was going to be, honestly.
1: No, oh, no, I think it. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, I like that. It's good beer. I like that.
1: Can you give me a little more?
0: Do you not like this?
1: Oh, no, not water. I want oh, I'm a little more you I, I beer. feel like I Sorry. need a little bit more beer.
0: Okay. I'll do it, I'll do it over here, just in case, there's a little bit of a problem, oh, there we go, did a better pour that time, because the can's not as full, Ooh. that's, this, um, you know, I know some people will roll their eyes when they hear this, but this is probably the juiciest of the beers we've had in this tournament. Which I don't necessarily look for that with beers. I just look for what strikes me as being very pleasing to my palate. So. Hmm. I like it quite a bit.
1: See, it's just okay. In my opinion. Okay.
0: Yeah, the fruit, actually the more I sip it, that fruitiness might be a little much, actually. Yeah, I don't. It's starting to, it's starting to kind of fatigue my palate and I haven't even had a ton of it. Hmm. It's still good though. I still like it. I still like it.
1: I'm gonna give it a three.
0: Okay. Rebecca's going with a three. And I think I'm going to give it a four.
1: And I need more water.
0: Okay, I'll hook you up. Yeah, so that's an overall three point five. Hmm. Still good. Pretty much all these beers are doing pretty well. Which would make sense, because I asked Mike to grab, like, some of the best hoppy beers that he has in the store from Maryland. Alright, so let me go ahead and reveal what this number 11 is. Best way to get this open. Probably just ripping it here. Oh, there we go. Cool. Ah, this is Manor Hill. Oh, okay. Manor Hill's Citrus Splendor.
1: That's Citrus Splendor?
0: Well, it's a different brewer, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a, tastes a lot different. Uh, 8.3% alcohol. It's an Imperial what? IPA.
1: <laughs> We've we been really... Jesus, that Fooled is, by these. Yeah.
0: My gosh. And That's they, dangerous, man. used to man. be in
1: big cans.
0: Yes, they used to be 16 ounces. just a 12-ounce can. Uh, Yeah, Manor Hill Brewing, Citrus Splendor 8.3%. Really? I would have pegged that at like 6, 6.5. Yeah. That's pretty... Deceptive. Mm. Yeah, Um, I
1: remember really liking this beer before. I don't think it tastes...
0: It definitely tastes different than it used to. There wasn't as much... You know, I felt like there was more of, like, a funk quality to it with the Citra before. When Ben Little was making it, but now that Kurt Kroll is making it with them. um, I mean, I don't know if this is the norm for his, but at least with this Citra Splendor batch it's, like, a crazy amount of, like, juicy fruit to it. Um, whereas the one, w- the batches with Ben Little, like, there was a lot of, like, nice citrus glass mm-hmm. to it. But you are getting some of that, like, funky B.O., and I felt like it wasn't as juicy. Which, honestly, I like, I'm sorry, but I like the old Citrus Blender more, as opposed to this one. But, you know, batch-to-batch batch beers are different, and, like I said, it's a different... Um, brewer too yeah. right now, so people are gonna do things. Okay, different
1: ways. last beer.
0: All right, last one. When they did number twelve,
1: they put it in a smaller can and redid the labels too.
0: Yeah. All right,
1: here we go. It looks very feminine.
0: What does the label? The label does. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like simplistic. I like it design. though.
1: I like this design.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a it's... like a minimalist mm-hmm. sleek. Type design, yeah. yeah. I think it's well done.
1: I feel like Heavy Seas could redo their labeling.
0: Yeah, Heavy Seas could use a, a redo on a their labels. Lift. Yeah, the loose cannons. Well, because the loose okay. cannon
1: is so big, and then
0: the actual logo—it's like hops
1: coming out of a skull.
0: Yeah, being shot out of the head of a skull. Yeah. I guess that's the cannon. Yeah.
1: Anyway, okay. Right, so so this number twelve, is... last one. Okay, I'm gonna say it's yellow.
0: No, you're right. This is probably one of the okay. most yellow ones we've had. And it's hazy. You're totally right. A little hazy. Yeah. Um, not much of a head to it, uh, once again. Like smell smells of
1: really good.
0: Ooh. Like, my
1: mouth is salivating smelling this beer. Ooh, wow. That does
0: smell pretty awesome. Wow, that smells good. It's, like, juicy. <sighs> Am I smelling, like, mosaic?
1: I don't know. I was going to say, like, juicy orange, juicy pineapple. <gasps> Just like a yummy fruit, wow. sal- like fruit salad.
0: Definitely a little bit of mango in the background, but yeah, mainly the the pineapple and the orange. orange. And there's like a slight, like, mosaic type funkiness to it, which isn't really like a funkiness. I, f- I always feel like it's like a tad bit of like a hint of like a caramel, like a like light low level caramel. Which might even be from the malt with this. It smells really good.
1: I went in for a taste. Tastes just as good. And I feel like there's some mm. lemon in it. That's good. I'm getting some lemon.
0: Mmm. Yeah, dude. Mm. Oh, it's very light. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, delicate beer, but it's very like tasty. It. Yeah, it's really... And, like, like, I feel like it has a little less body than the Citrus Splendor... But I think they're very similar in how they present, except that Citrus Splendor is a little, oh, stepping a little too far with, with, like, the citrus.
1: I like this much better than Citrus
0: Splendor. This hmm. is mm. nice. Yeah, a pineapple, a, that orange, like, a little bit of that mango on the end.
1: Just nice and light.
0: Not much bitterness either. It's like, really low level.
1: Okay, I'm giving it a five.
0: I feel like you need a tad bit of bubblegum as well. Uh, don't say that. I hate T- when you say that. A tad bit of bubblegum.
1: are like ruins a beer for me when you say that. Hi. That's not a bad It thing. just makes me feel nauseous. No. Okay, five.
0: Rebecca's going five, and I think, yeah, I think I'm going to do a five as well on this one. Five, five, Definitely. Five. That's really good. I really like that. It's one of my favorites here tonight. All right, well, let's see what the final one is, and then once this is revealed, we're we're just gonna pause and we're gonna put together our final ranked list, and then we will uh, let everyone know what that is.
1: What do you think it is?
0: I like what
1: beers have we like? What breweries from Maryland have we not had?
0: I mean, a A lot. lot. I know,
1: but a lot a lot of them don't can.
0: (laughs) Shit! Oh god, this is funny. It's Manor Hill again. Actually, it's Manor Hill's IPA.
1: That's so funny. Yeah,
0: six point eight percent alcohol by volume. Uh, that's like, hilarious.
1: I feel like last time I had their IPA, I was just like, "Ah, eh, it's okay."
0: Wow. Okay. That's, this one's this really, is fresh. really good. This is really fresh too. It's under a month old, like super fresh. It's been a long time since I've had this IPA. So you know, Probably. here's the thing. Actually, this is this is funny because you know how I said like the citrus splendor. I liked it more when Ben Little did it. Yeah. The regular IP, I like it more from Kurt Kroll. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, it's a... That's a pretty good trade-off. I mean, I like both their, their brewing. Wow. Okay. That's nice. And, you know, and this is good, too, because it, in... I think even in previous episodes of this podcast, I had been saying since Kurt took over at Manor Hill, I haven't had much of anything. No, we haven't had anything. So, I had been meaning to. So, this is a great, yeah. great thing right here. Okay. Yeah. So, we're going to go ahead do up our list and we'll come back and tell everyone the final ranking list. So we're ready to give our overall rankings of all of these beers. I know some people listening can probably make guesses at what's going to be where, um, or about, you know, maybe the exact numbers, maybe around what, but some of these were like very close. We were kind of like, Oh, it's like almost coin flip for a few of these spots. So I'll point those those spots out. It was really two of them. So I'll go from the lowest ranked to the highest ranked. So at number twelve was the Jailbreak Brewing Poor Righteous IPA. Um, like we said when we had it, like it's not, you know, it's it's good enough. Like it's decent, but when you put it in a lineup with some of the best hoppy beers in Maryland, it doesn't belong there. Really, it really doesn't. I mean, unfortunately,
1: I'm, I'm drinking it now. I went back to it. Yeah, it's okay. It's not bad. Well,
0: yeah, and that's, and that's what I we're mean, saying. I like, I
1: think, yeah, I think we'll drink it. We're not going to dump it.
0: Well, and that's what we were kind of saying. It's like, yeah. it's good, but it doesn't belong. Yeah. It's one of the best, you yeah. know, so just saying. Um, so number 11 is the uh, Flying Dog Raging Bitch Belgian Style IPA. And that one is a Belgian style IPA. Yeah. You know, it's going to throw you off. So for us... That actually may have gone down a little bit just because we're, we don't, yeah. we're not feeling that style as much. So, I mean, we try to be as objective as possible. But, you know, every now and then, you know, you can't really help yourself. So, um, Number 10, Heavy Seas Double Cannon, Double IPA. Um, that was a pretty nice one, as I remember it. It had a decent amount of pine to it. Uh, number 9 is Flying Dog's The Truth um which is an imperial IPA. Um and when I'm saying double IPA or imperial IPA, I'm just doing doing it based off what the brewery was saying. Not, you know, that I'm saying imperial IPA or double IPA arbitrarily at times. So, yeah. So, number 9 is the Flying Dog the Truth Imperial IPA. I remember this beer actually coming out a long time ago. It's it's been around for quite some time. I don't know if they've tweaked the recipe at all, but maybe the truth, yeah. Yeah. Imperial IPA. Number eight is the Manor Hill Citrus Splendor Imperial IPA. Uh, like I said before, I mean, we like it. It's really good. It's like crazy juicy right now, but the recipe's a little different. And I kind of like the older recipe more because it was a little more subdued on that juiciness. And mm-hmm. I felt like that went better with the body of it, so.
1: Can you really say it's the recipe or is it just like our memory or our taste?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean... You make a you make a fair point. I make
1: a fair um, yes, point.
0: I do. No, I know it's why you're on this podcast. Yeah. Um. So that was number eight. was Manor Hill Such Splendor. Number seven, Heavy Seas Loose Cannon IPA. On
1: that's why I'm on this podcast.
0: Because you're you're smart.
1: Because I make good points, or just because I live here.
0: Well, both, <laughs> and maybe like seventy-five twenty-five.
1: Yeah, which way?
0: Twenty five percent. You live here. Yeah. Seventy five percent.
1: OK. Anyway, sorry. What is it?
0: Or depending on the day. Yeah. Yeah. Can oh, yeah. Flip. Um, yeah. So number seven, the heavy seas loose cannon IPA. Like we said, this IPA has been around for a long time in Maryland and has been highly regarded. So it did pretty well in this tournament. Um, so not anything to scoff at. This one's surprising to me, but pleasantly surprising to me. Number six, Evolution Brewing's Lot yeah. number six, double IPA. I remember not liking that beer a whole lot some years ago when I had it. I don't know if the recipes changed or my palates changed or whatever, but that was a nice beer, and it made it to number six, so good on them. Number five, then, is RAR or RAR Brewing's Nanocoke Nectar IPA. That is a nice one. I know a lot of people say it's one of their go-to IPAs in Maryland. Um, so hey, if you can get it and you like it. And that it's actually very important to point out that in the top six, this is only this is one of only two that are year round beers. Oh really? Correct.
1: That's...
0: So for it to get that high up and be year round is pretty awesome because the rest of them are like special and actually, looking at it, there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Actually, eight of them. Eight of the beers are actually year round beers <laughs> on this list. Well, they were in the tournament. So it actually says something about special releases. The fact that, like, all the special releases <laughs> were in the top. Actually, all the special releases were the top. Oh no, Citrus Splendor was at number eight, and that's a special release, but three the other three were within the top um four, which is kind of cool. So yeah, so R A R or RAR Nanoco Nectar IPA number five. Number four is Duclaw Brewings Never Tell Me the Odds Double IPA. That's crazy. Like we said, we got a lot of melon out of it, even though I don't think it should have, because I think it was what's Citra and Mosaic hops in it. I don't And that doesn't compute why there's a melon aspect. But it was actually good in the beer. Like, that was cool. Um, and I'm just very happy to be able to place Duclaw that high because, like I had said before, them and hoppy beers have a really troubled past, in my opinion. So, <laughs> it's uh, been a rocky road. Yeah, so it's good to see that they're putting out some nice hoppy stuff right now. So That's number four. Number three, DC Brow's. On the Wings of Armageddon Imperial IPA. Yes, the recipe, I'm sure, has changed on that beer because it wasn't nearly as much pine as it used to be. I actually verified that with Mike at at Wine World, yes, because we, if people remember, we were recording this in, in segments, so we weren't drinking 12 beers all at once. So in between the segments, I talked to Mike at Wine World, and I said, you know, that On the Wings of Armageddon was tasting... Like, it had a lot more citrus than it used to, and the pine was dialed back a lot. Did you experience the same thing? And he's like, yes. So, they're tweaking things. Breweries do that, and it's really good. That's a really nice beer. Like it a lot. That's number three. Number two, Manor Hill Brewings IPA. That is awesome. Um, surprising. Yeah, very surprising. If you would have told me before this tournament that Manor Hill, I their straight-up straight IPA, up, yeah. would be number two of 12, I'd be like, eh, probably not. But it's tasting nice, yeah. like super nice. So that's number two, and that leaves us to the number one overall. And this is also crazy to me because, like I said before, it's a brewery that I had not given a whole lot of credence to, but obviously I'm wrong about that because recently I've had a lot of good stuff. And that is Oliver Brewing. And the beer is Forearm Smash Double Dry Hopped Double IPA. Or, I'm sorry, not Double Dry hop. Dry Hopped Double IPA. Sorry about that. The Forearm Smash was awesome. Um, so I will tell you, of the beers uh, in this list, the ones that were super, super, super close, Manor Hill IPA and the Oliver Forearm Smash Dry Hopped Double IPA, they were almost tied. Basically. So number
1: one and number two.
0: That's how good. But slight, slight, slight edge to the to Oliver's forearm smash. The other two that were pretty close were Heavy Seas Double Cannon Double IPA and Flying Dogs of The Truth Imperial IPA so at numbers nine I and know. ten. Those were almost the same. Yeah. So yeah, good tournament.
1: Though. We haven't. We have. We didn't dump any of these.
0: No, because they were all. They were all like yeah, all good beers. Well, we, I did dump a few of the beers. Oh, only because it was but, getting late. Right, not because of flavor, but because, like, we were getting late. We were just kind of bearded out at that point and tired and, yeah. But yeah. I wanted to keep drinking all of them. Yeah. No real disappoints. No no disappointing. Okay. It was all good. So what did you think about this format for the tournament? Uh,
1: I mean, I think it was just hard to kind of, like, compare between... Like, when we did the overall comparison, you know, you were like, do you, did you like this one or this one? I'm like, I don't know. We, that was, you
0: like, yeah.
1: I gave it a ranking, and that's all I can give you.
0: But you had a good idea when we were talking about that, and you said we should have put down tasting notes. Yes. While we, we, we were said. tasting them. So maybe next time, if we do it a next time, we should do something like that. Because
1: I feel like that would kind of, like, help jog your memory as far yeah. as... I mean, we, we could have re-listened.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's true, but that's a lot to sift through as well yes. because we're at an hour and a half right now. Oh my gosh, it's a long episode. I mean, it's twelve beers. That's true, like, it's a tournament. That's normal for the tournaments around yeah. that time. So, um, awesome. And I could see if people like this and give me feedback on it, uh, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail dot com, or just you know send a message on Facebook or on brutal battle on there or on Twitter. Um, carlin at brutal battle um just let us know did you like it did you not like it because if i don't hear anything from anyone then i might just do it again um and actually i could i don't know I, i'm still deciding maybe this could be the new thing this could be um every other time and then the regular battle brutal battle royale could be the other one i don't know We'll see going forward, but I'd like your feedback, so brutalbattlepodcast at com. let us know. Also, if you want, the, you know, the normal tournament or something like this to be done, and you have a specific thing in mind that you would really like to hear, like, I would really like if you did stouts for this, or IPAs for this, or saisons for this, like, whatever. Hmm. Let us know, and we can try and accommodate it. Have
1: you ever it. done a tournament with
0: saisons? No, and I think it could be hard.
1: Yeah, oh yeah.
0: I mean, I think we could do this tournament style that way. Yeah. Because I could just have Mike grab a bunch of Saisons, so that would work. But from the standpoint of the Brutal Battle Royale, I don't think we could do it that way, because what people would go for is pretty limited, and I think you'd have a ton of overlap, and people, you know, bringing the same thing, so... It, that would be a problem. But hmm. if we do another one of these, maybe Saison would be a really good uh, option. Saison slash farmhouse ale. But. Cool. Um, I had a lot of fun. Big ups to all of these breweries yeah. for, for doing nice stuff. Because like we said, there isn't a single one that we wanted to, to dump out. Because they're all okay. at least good.
1: Maryland has a lot of good beer. Yeah.
0: And Oliver Brewing, I do have to say
1: stepping up their game. I'm
0: coming for all your beers now. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to buy as much as I can at the liquor store because yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah. I really am.
1: You're converted.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm becoming a an Oliver fan. Good stuff, man. All right, thank you so much everyone for listening to this. Thanks Rebecca for embarking on this journey with mm-hmm. me and until next time, keep it brutal. I feel so-